1: All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 106. My name's Turner Sparks. And I am Mike Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at K-A-P-Cap in America on Twitter. Also, we're on Instagram. Yeah, Cap in America. That's and me. I got to promote the pod. Lost I like to in America, prom- Lost in America pod. pod. All right. That's us. Awesome. Promote me. Turner Sparks. Turner Sparks. Uh, Screw you. T- you t- don't t- need promotion. You're a big star. I'm a big star. Yeah. Hey, on the podcast today. Speaking of big stars, we have Laurent Bung. So, this is what we're doing. Laurent is a French entrepreneur. Yes. Which, by, from what I understand, the French don't even have a is word. Is that a French word, entrepreneur? Not according <laughs> to George Bush. They don't even have a word for entrepreneur. Uh, socialist. Socialist. So Laurent, I knew out in China. This is what's happening. I did Mister Softy business for ten years, which yeah. we've discussed on this podcast. But we've had comedians, we've had journalists. We've never—that's a, a whole other side to my life—is entrepreneurship, yeah, business building. We've never had a business. A person. businessman. You're like uh, the Shark Tank. You were on the Shark Tank of China, I believe, weren't you? Sure. <laughs> Don't Google it. <laughs> but I was. But so Laurent is a. So I knew him out in China. We were both living out there. He moved back to France. Where he's from, his, his original country, he opened a basketball shoe company called Twenty Four Seconds, but spelled in French, so it's with an so in French. It? Goddamn, it's Freedom Fries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, not <laughs> <Again>. yes Twenty Four <laughs> Seconds with an E S. So that's his company. Bring it up with him. So yeah, oh, I guess here. I'm already fired up. In a minute, he's going to tell us all about how he bi- what it's like to build a business in communist france communist france you better come in thanking us for bailing them out in that war i tell you <laughs> wow it's <laughs> gonna get exciting so thirsty. he'll be here in a second but cap what you have a straw that's update? why i'm all feeling emboldened i'm feeling like going to war with people because okay. i have just been a victor of a big offensive what happened uh, the, well so you remember uh we as the founders of the alt middle we one of our one of our main points of our platform was the anti-plastic straw or the anti-paper straw. No yes. Pro plastic straw. I remember it well. So I was at a coffee shop after that episode aired and near my work. And it's a nice new little coffee shop. Great coffee, good pastries. But guess what they didn't have? Plastic straws. They didn't have plastic straws. They just had paper straws and they were the worst. They were cause they, they were the type that would disintegrate within like twenty minutes. You gotta like open, you gotta, dr- gotta shut. Yeah, all of them, exactly. So, I also, yeah, go ahead. No, so I was getting headaches from drinking so fast, and then I just couldn't even finish it. So I took a,
0: <laughs> It's you like, a, headache. it's like ice cream.
1: <laughs> how cold was your soda? I was just drinking so fast because I was in a race against the clock. <laughs> it's a 24-second <24 laughs> clock. <laughs> yeah, with a <an> knee. <laughs> so, yeah, with a knee. So I went to Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen this. And I hashtagged the name of the coffee shop. That's how you do it these days. And I went at them on Ents as <laughs> oh, well. Wow. And I, you know, I told our army, I told the lost the Americans to yes. to boycott this place and to come in and tell them you don't want order and then leave. Tell them because of the plastic straw, forget it. I don't want my coffee. Great idea. Well, wouldn't you know it? About a week later, a, a girl in my office goes without my knowledge to this coffee place. Really? And she comes. She heard my story, though. She follows me on Instagram, of course. Who doesn't? And she comes back. and She goes, Kaplan, you were wrong. They have plastic straws. And she gives it to me, my like iced coffee. And I was like, what? They do? And I went down there. And now they have a choice. They have both. They changed. And I asked them, and they said they didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to reveal who I was. Of so I was like, "Oh, you've changed." Like, yes. Some people. Uh, some people were asking for he it. Said this man named Sergeant <laughs> Queens came in. <laughs> <This, laughs> he told like, us all of Serbia Macedonia <laughs> and Montenegro was coming after us. Yeah, yeah. If we so, didn't change it, you know, Jennifer Miles Peak said, "If you ever visit New York, no, whatever." But uh, yeah, yes. so. Our fan, I want to thank the fans. I feel very, this is how you can affect change. Yes. You know, these turbulent times, in this cl- current climate. In our current, we <laughs> need change. We need to affect, you got to do it. It's, it's time for change. Top down is tough. You know, top down, we want to change presidents, of course, most people, but you got to start at the bottom, I think. Work your way up. Start with the battles you can win. Pick your fights. Yes. And be vigilant. Yes. And don't do not do not settle for a paper fucking straw. Exactly. So now yeah. Anyway, so don't that was my victory. Ever settle. Well speaking of victories, I got a tour coming up. Yeah? I'm all over the place. Should we call I'm calling it a tour? tour. World to, print let's print some t shirts. Print some t shirts. <laughs> <Merc. laughs> Lost in, um, lost in America t-shirts. I was going to say lost in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> get their tour right. November 9th, I will be in Sacramento, California. Oh, this is a specific show. Yeah. At the Cata Verdera Country Club. So if you're a member. <laughs> <laughs> we are, do we have a country club? What do our analytics say? We have a lot of country club listeners? I think we do. I play a lot of them. We're you hear that out. advertisers? We got a lot of country club exactly. listeners. Exactly. 55 and they got. We got a lot of bucks. Make up for it. No, that's November 9th in Sacramento. November 12th, I will be in Los Angeles, California. Playing the Kibbutz Room at Cantor's Deli. Oh, my God. Guess who hosts this show? Uh, Been on the pod twice. Who would host a show in the Kibbutz Room? I was going to say uh, Jimmy Schubert, but then you said twice. In the Kibbutz Room? Oh, Esther Steinberg. Esther Steinberg. Wow. Of course. This is her it's show. Amazing. So I'm going to be out there December November t- 12th. Get the rugula, Cantor's. They're fantastic. Chocolate Rugala, are the best. Is that arugula? A, no, rug, no, that's what's, a salad. What's rugula? You know, I have some in my bag outside. I should bring them in and show you. But arugula is a little Jewish pastry. Ooh. And the key trick is, it. like, kosher delis are never good because the chocolate's, like, not dairy. Okay. But I'm going to be in, inside baseball here. Canners is not actually kosher. It's a Jewish deli. No. So they have real chocolate. And <laughs> that's the rugula are better. Get the rugula. You're going to get, get, get me kicked off the show. Rugula and a matzo ball soup. All right, I'm done. November 15th, Punchline Sacramento. Don't get the rugula there. Don't get the rugula at the Punchline Sacramento. That's open to everybody. I'll be I'll be uh, uh, Jared Fried's headlining. I'll be out there featuring for him. All right. And then November 17th, I'm at Serrano Country Club in El Dorado Hills. Colorado. You're really all over the place. November 29th, Atlantic City at the Tropicana. All right. Casino. Take, take a message to Trump. Go Atlantic to his rivals. Atlantic City Comedy Club. November 30th, I will be in Philadelphia at the Philly Comedy Club. So that's a big November. Those are all November. That's a good. I think there's a Sixers game that night. So you're probably gonna have no one there but your show oh, but hopefully skip I'll... the sixer game people exactly no. or, or, or i'll just get a ticket and i'll do it in the um section the part two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right also amazon everybody before we get to lost in america amazon the money's drying up Kaplan. Mm. so we need i think we got too excited we did too many victory laps in october yeah so we're getting all that money flowing in <laughs> yeah what's we, going we on bucks up back then money was cheap Oh, my God. Now, I don't know if there's recession's hit that everyone's talking about, but no one's buying on our Amazon thing anymore. So what you got to do, go to lostinamericapod.com, click through the Audrey Murray book. We're just going to keep it up there. It's in the yeah. upper right-hand corner. Buy the book, and uh, do all your regular shopping on Amazon. Percentage comes to us. We if got- you're upset about what happened to that Saudi, Saudi Arabian journalist, he was working for the Washington Post. Yeah. Amazon owns them. Send a message of support to Amazon. Yeah, and even by if you're going upset, through us, even if you're not upset by that. If you're happy, we'll take those people too. Well, yeah. We pitch a 10. <laughs> 10 You're saying if you're BS, you're if team. you're NBS or yeah. one of the you're listening in Saudi Arabia. If right? the king of Saudi Arabia is a fan, I know he's a big fan. He's a big fan. All right, we take his money too. Both good people on all sides. Good people on all sides. <laughs> Should we get to Lost in America? Yeah, let's play the music. Play the music. <laughs> All right, we're back, Kaplan. I'm lost in America this week. And this proves, this will prove that actually, this whole last two years where I thought I'm becoming more American, I'm ta- telling Daniel Luis Vesa yeah, I were, live in America. You were just pontificating and just like he was a- kissing your throne, asking for advice. And you Turns were just like. Turns <laughs> out I was completely bullshitting. I don't know. You're I, back to square one? Back to square zero. You did like a complete 360. And here you're going? Complete 360. What happens is I fell for. The oldest trick in New York comedy, which I didn't even know about until last night, I realized was a trick. At the end <laughs> so I'll tell you what happened. Remember this two weeks ago? I told everybody I was auditioning at the Eastville Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. And it used to be in the East Village, moved out to my neighborhood in Brooklyn. Yeah. I got an audition set there. I sent them a tape like th- three or four weeks ago. They emailed me back. Cool, we'd love to have you come audition. We're going to have people there. We're going to have a video recording. We're going to send it back to our owner. And then he decides who gets passed and all that kind of stuff. So my guy sounds good. They go, oh, and this should have been the tip off. They go, we're going to give you free tickets. But just because it's an audition for everybody, we're just asking everybody to bring a handful of people, bring eight people, whatever. But it's free for them. So don't worry about it. So I checked with a couple comics. I checked with Gus and Gus is like, you know what? I think do it. Usually if it's a scam they make you they make the people pay to get right. this is free mm. so why don't you just do it so I'm like all right I'm going to do it but knowing there's still a chance it could be a scam mm. so I get there it's all everyone besides me is brand new comedians or yeah there's like the host who I sort of know and he's just some guy from around New York and then the the first comedian to go up on stage is a lady who should be in the subway <laughs> It's like an open mic night, basically. Worse than an open mic (laughs) night. Yeah, she's like a crazy person. I'll just say that without getting, using the buzzwords you're not supposed to use anymore. Let's just say she's a crazy person. I mean, I love, I talked about this a few weeks ago, I love Subway humor. So with crazy people. Yeah, but you like it in a comedy <laughs> club when you're also on the show. Yeah, no, no, probably you don't not. want to go up next in the subway. Right, try to follow. And you don't want to go up. <laughs> you next, follow. You don't somebody. want to go up next. Try Indiana to follow a like, crazy subway. She person. literally sings the Little Mermaid. She's like, I love Disney. And everyone's <laughs> like, okay. There's no punchlines ever. Right. So I'm gonna sing Little Mermaid. It's so crazy. Person. Oh my kids! I sure brought them. They would have loved that. They would have loved. They loved they love Little so Mermaid. She goes up. Next guy goes up, and it's like some 18 year old uh, uh, black kid, and he's like, Hey, what's up, everybody? Whoa, the br- lights are bright. That's like his first thing. And then he's like, whoa, I've never been on a stage before. Give it up for me. It's literally his first time. It's- and then <laughs> he does like eight minutes of nothing. Just like l- looking out and being like, hey, girl, you're pretty hot. Uh, how old are you? And she would be like, I'm 25. He's like, I'm 18. What's up? And then he just goes to the next guy. Hey, you, you're pretty hot. And then they light him. He doesn't know what a light is. So he doesn't see it. So then he does like 20 minutes. And then he was like, hey, they're flashing a light in the back. Like, they have a, a real light. And then they're flashing a cell phone. What should I do? And, and the host in the back he goes, get off the stage. <laughs> He's like, whoa, why are you so aggressive? He goes, dude, we've had a light on for 10 minutes. <laughs> it's chaos. Did they ask you in comedy clubs if someone if really refuses, is there a hook or something? Can someone come? What do you do? Have what you ever seen someone do, just pull someone out physically? Or What we used to do in Shanghai is we just blast the music. Oh, okay. If they don't like Oscar, off, blow up, play them off? It's exactly <laughs> what we would do. Yeah. And so then... Um, Like, Jim Gaffigan shows up because they get a few. Wait, Jim Gaffigan showed up again? Yeah, he shows up again. (laughs) And he does, like, 20 minutes again. And then another guy shows up. He followed the 18-year-old light guy. Yeah. And then some other guy shows up, and he does 20 minutes. And basically, whoever comes in. Did Louis show up? Yeah. (laughs) That would have been the only thing to make it better. So then, basically, anyone who's not brand new the first time on stage is just showing up, and they're putting them on. Meanwhile, I'm like, what's going on? I don't understand. I thought I was auditioning. I've been doing comedy not as long as Gaffigan, but half these It's people... kind of amazing stand up that like literally a person who's never done it before can do it at the same time as the guy like Gaffigan. Exactly. Back and forth, like they're on the same <laughs> show. <It's> like... <laughs> and then all these other first time people are like, Wow, it's Jim Gaffigan. Oh my God. And I'm going, Screw him. I want to get on. Yeah. I want to just do my time. The show is supposed to be an hour and a half. It gets its show starts at eight. I get on at ten fifteen. Holy crap. And the show still it goes to eleven, apparently. The people in the audience just know this. They just they're not alive? No, they don't know. They're all <laughs> friends of the people who are auditioning, oh, okay. but no one's auditioning because uh, Gaffigan's doing twenty. Although it's not his fault. They asked him to go long, yeah. right? Then the other people who just show up, they're doing 20, 20, 20. No one's even getting on. Then I go ask the host. I'm like, hey man, I, I don't see any camera on there. I don't see inside. I don't see anyone taking notes. Is this an audition? And he was yeah. like, Oh, no. And I'm like, wait, what is this? And he's like, yeah, it's a total scam. They just do this. To try to get people to bring people so they can sell drinks. It's like an old school New York scam. It's such a short term scam though. It's such like... a short term scam because Eastville Comedy Club, if you're listening yeah. to this, never go there. Yeah. Never ever go to this place. It's the biggest. Piece even of if shit. they have the right kind of straws, never go there. Exactly. And so New So New York Comedy Club used to do this audition. You bring some people. Now you don't even have to bring people. I think you used to, but it was legit. They would sit in the back and watch you. They would pass some people. Mm-hmm. Broadway Comedy Club does it. Theirs is legit. They pass some people. So I just figured it'd be the same they don't even show up they don't pass anyone so it's a total scam do you get paid for the night at all you don't get paid oh my god it's the biggest sca- and then you also your friends have to sit there for three hours yeah i once i found out that it was what it, a scam it was i texted everyone inside and i'm like let's get out of here and did, people so all my friends just left in the middle of the show did you do your set i did my set yeah yeah, yeah. and then right after my set i'm like let's leave yeah i felt bad i was trying to go I was, I was trying to rearrange everything, and then I was like, I felt sick. I'm glad you didn't go. <laughs> Shout out to all my friends. Like, 15 people showed up to see me, which was, it was fun that they were there. But by the time I got on, everyone's exhausted, you know, ready yeah. to go. So never go there. I'm lost well, in America, but yep. that's, I'm still learning. Yeah, you're still learning. I mean, when I got hit with the oldest scam in the book in Thailand, I at least got a suit out of it you know like i, I got nothing I got nothing out of this i got Can you hit nothing. gaffigan up for your laptop bill at least the one because of him, him. you had a, i, to... I should have hit him <laughs> up we did talk about he's going to asia soon so we talked all about his trip to asia he should on. do a pod visit after his asia trip if he's gonna yeah, you're he, right he he's screwing really up your life should. he really should so never go to eastville comedy club but support broadway new york comedy club lol the Cellar, all the other clubs are great. Eastville, worst club on uh, planet Earth, I want yeah, to say. Yeah, support The seller, and no matter how many times Louis shows up. Or, <laughs> exactly. It's... All right, Cap, should we get to Lost in America? Or no, should I mean, we get to our guests? Whoa, you're really Lost in America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we're on a rerun here. Oh, wait, but, wait, wait. Ince. Ince is an app. They are, they are an app, baby. And the new uh, iOS for the Apple is coming really soon. The game, They're working on it right now. I don't even know what that means. The but... new version for the Apple Oh, for the new iPhones. INS app for Apple. Uh, new, uh, yeah. Did I get that all like, grabbed? I don't know. I'm you not an IT You probably said it guy. right. I just don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I saw Matt and Ikram. They're testing it right now. They're gonna be, it's going to be any day now. It's coming. They're like fine tuning it. It's gonna be, I'm excited. So version, stay tuned. If you version? have Ins be ready to update your software. Oh, okay. Awesome. Great. Well, that's going to be a blast. Get it. E-N-S-E dot N-Y-C. <laughs> that's it. And we're lost in America. We are lost in America. And, Let's... You're, <laughs> and you're Turner. I'm Turner Sparks, I think. Yeah. All right, is that us? So let's follow us on this. All right, let's get to Florent. Bring him in. All right, we're back with our <laughs> guest, Florent Fung. Florent, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for leaving the bar to get here. Yeah, on, yeah where,
0: what bar did you go to? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> okay. It was like a random, random New York City bar. That's nice. That's a, and you, you were, for, said you just told us you were at Times Square earlier. Yeah, I was at Times Square. That's really nice. <laughs> and I walk around like uh, the Madison Square Garden. Oh, the basketball, the stadium. Yeah, but uh-huh. I I wanted to have a look, but there was no game, and they charged you like for fucking thirty three bucks just to get in and to have a look. You really? Walked? You went inside? Yeah. Without no, I didn't a... went inside. Oh. They sent me like thirty three dollars each. I, that's I ridiculous. Yeah, that $30 is thirty dollars. You should have, yeah. at least get to see the
1: crappy Knicks play game. Yeah, I think we went to the Boston Garden one time when I was a kid. It was yeah. like five bucks. Yeah, and that's the original Boston Garden where yeah. it was like the and you got to go down just... in the locker rooms and everything. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing. Did
0: you do that? Yeah. I, I don't think you can do this there. It's um, literally just to go yeah, look at Yeah, just the, a tour and yeah. a basic tour and you they charge like yes, yeah, 33 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you I mean, could no buy much. the cheapest
1: tickets to like a game late in the season probably. Probably for the same price. Yeah, that's that's a good really? good move. I don't know. Maybe, oh, well, maybe not. Maybe not. It should be more expensive. But at least you get to see a basketball game, so. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah for sure. So Farah, you, st- you I, we knew each other a lot for forever, but you recently, or I guess a few years ago started 24 seconds. Is that <laughs> How do you say yeah. it in French?
0: 24 secondes. For real? Yeah. 24 seconds. Yeah, almost.
1: And what is it? It's a basketball shoe company.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, originally, it was a like, basketball shoe and apparel company, but mainly basketball shoes. So the particularity of the project is that everything is manufactured in France. And it's for the twenty-four second shot clock. Is that yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the deal. Yeah, that's the, the storytelling. Like uh, every journalist in France gets to ask us like why do you choose the name twenty-four seconds? Because
1: in Europe and is the shot can... clock that is it twenty four seconds or in European basketball? Yeah, it's the it same. Okay, be, I didn't
0: know. Be, like like I don't know, maybe twenty years ago it was like thirty seconds, but uh, after the I think the Sydney Olympics it it switched yeah. to twenty four.
1: And you grew up playing basketball,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was not talented enough to make a living out of it. But you played. What? T- what did you? Who, what team did you play for? Uh, I play for Campea. It's like the second division in France, so it's a. Uh, it's not like <laughs> that high, but uh, still, uh, it's pretty. It's still pretty decent. We have like some uh, Americans on the team. And right. what year? When did you play? Uh, I played uh, from uh, 1999 to. 204 maybe. What were the who were the Americans
1: we might know or anybody?
0: I don't think. <laughs> <No. you> know, <laughs> no. Well, who were they? Any
1: Syracuse players? No.
0: No, no, no. I mean uh any guys you might have heard about. Well, just who were the guys? Like uh, for example, Matthew Kempfert, he was a big dude from Montana University. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah.
1: And so what did they get? Like, so these uh, college basketball players yeah. went over to France yeah. and played in your league. Yeah. And then they got how how'd they get paid. Like, what was their life? Oh, like?
0: I mean, I mean, it's not it's clearly not the NBA, but um, they make like, I don't know, maybe between three thousand upwards to maybe seven thousand U.S. a month. Plus, pretty good. plus, they get a, a crappy apartment and a, <laughs> a shitty French car. <laughs> really? That's basically the package. And that's the second league, so. Yeah, and they get to be the stars of the team also. Right. That's pretty cool. And did these, this guy from Montana, did he speak French? Uh, he could order a beer and <laughs> pick up a lady in the club. <laughs> so ba- they ba- basically English. made it in France uh, during the two years. Did you there. speak English? Yeah, yeah. Back then, I I used to speak English, <laughs> <laughs> Fr- French English. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did were you did your whole team speak English? Mo- yeah, most of the guys. I mean, he, like from the average guy, maybe it's not going to be fluent, but they are all all able to communicate, you know. And especially the, in basketball, all the terms. Are in English, you know. Okay. When you say backdoor or hoop or whatever, it's, it's pick
1: and roll in French. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same. <laughs> you it's just say same. pick and roll. Yeah, we
0: don't even try to yeah. translate. So that. you use all the English terms. Yeah, it's only English terms. Yeah. Three, three and D. In yeah. D right? yeah. yeah. Three <laughs> and D and three nine, and, D and D. That's you.
1: Shoot <laughs> first point guard. That's
0: yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I was me. I was more like a shooting guard, but with you the, played shooting the, guard. Yeah, but with poor shooting. Okay, so most, shooting guard who can't shoot? Yeah, no, no, I could shoot, but he was not, like, consistent. Yeah.
1: And which French players did you play with who got drafted around? Like, was it Tony um, Parker, um, I guess? I and,
0: play against Tony Parker when we were, like, 15. Okay. And uh, maybe I got also once to play against Boris Diaw. Oh, one of uh, my favorite. Fat boy Boris Diaw. one of my
1: favorite players and, ever. And, Everyone and, loves him because he's fat. Yeah. And he likes to he still it. It's yeah. He a... Yeah. his locker he would have like a make coffee after the games and he was a Oh really? Top. Right. and 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 he I play,
0: the, the, the guy i played the most against it was like maybe Ronnie Turiaf. I don't know if you Ronnie Turiaf? You know? yeah, Turia. he, he went to then he
1: didn't you go to college cuz I thought he was right? yeah. played
0: in Gonzaga yeah. Yeah. for like 2 3 years and afterwards yeah. he got drafted by the Lakers like yeah, he, second He was round in the maybe. NBA for a while Yeah 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 he made uh, I think he was like 22 or 25 millions throughout his career
1: Oh my gosh! So with uh, 24 seconds, yeah, what's um your market is French people, a uh, French uh, basketball players, or French like high school kid? Like, what's the idea? Um, do you guys sponsor players, or what do you do?
0: Yeah, yeah. For at this point, we sponsor players, but uh, it, they are not like uh, they are not like uh, hey players. You know, it's more like semi-pro, second division, uh, these kind of guys. Um, it's still the very beginning of the company you know so but right now we are talking with some guys and some agents who are like uh, in the first leagues and also we get to uh, we are getting more involved with like the French prospects because now there is a a new generation coming out uh, of uh, French young basketball players and I think Within the next, let's say, three years, they're going to be like 15 or 20 more French basketball players yes. going Fran- to make it to the NBA. Really? Oh yeah, we have a, a, that's a good pipeline. right? A yeah, player, yeah, we have, a, uh, we have a we have a very very talented generation. Actually, they played in the World Championship like under 17 years old, and they lost in the finals against the the US. But the only difference is like. Um, I think at 17 years old, the, the U.S. player, they were like much more mature, you know, much more physical. So that's how the the French, they, they struggle so much during the, the final. But I think within two or three years, most of them, yeah. Yeah, we, have, Get more physical. we, we have at least uh, four lottery picks. Lottery NBA lottery picks. picks. Yeah, 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 at least.
1: And so is part of your job with this basketball shoe company almost like a scout? Like you're scouting these, players? yeah, more
0: or less. Because once the once the French guy, they already make it in the NBA. Like for example, we spoke um, a good friend of mine is an a, an agent, you know, and he, he has a, a lot of French player in the NBA right now. Uh, but those guys, they still make already a lot of money um, from the the shoe company That's through endorsement deal. So. Um, you can't say, okay, I'm going to pay you half a million just to wear my, my shoes. You know, it's not... Uh, you don't have relevant. the budget. Yeah, right? yeah, I don't have the budget. And um, so, but yeah, for example, if if there is a, a youngster, like pretty talented, okay, maybe it could be hype about get, being the first French player, for example, to get a signature shoes. Yeah. Yeah, so... so he,
1: there's a guy in the Suns, Elio Kobo. Elio Okobo, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Elio Kobo actually... Um, I could have tried to,
1: assume, him. yeah, a little Sign bit,
0: yeah, yeah, a little bit because, but I, um, honestly, uh, nobody knew it would be that good, you know?
1: Okay. Yeah. And then, um, so what's the business model for you? It's, it's to get the, how much of it is to get these players wearing your shoes, and how much of it is just get
0: your shoes in stores? Like, what are you trying to do? Now, actually, because it's manufactured in France, so like the the cost uh, for making the shoes, it's like four, uh, from five up to four to five times what it costs to make them in China.
1: And yeah. are other co- uh, other companies making them in China?
0: Yeah, everything is made in China now. Adidas, I, Nike, I, yeah, all all of them. But you
1: make yours in France. No, New yeah. Balance is made in America.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. some of it, but yeah. they, they oh. still have some of the production.
1: They definitely make some in China because they have fake new bounces everywhere. Uh, oh. Yeah. So yeah. then, what? What's the? So is your idea to sell two French people? Uh, French. Customer base, like, hey, we're making this locally. We're supporting local players.
0: Yeah, that, that's yeah. That, that's the that's the concept. But I think France uh, first. You need to get yeah. a yeah. I was gonna say, this <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. better, yeah. it would help your yeah. <laughs> business model. No, like, but the, the thing is, I think, um, for example, in uh, in Asia, for example, you know, China a lot. They are really hype about French uh, French manufactured product. You know, like. Uh, LV bag or blah, 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 you know, all the luxury product. And, you know, basketball is very hype in China. And I think it could work, you know, to sell uh, all stuff in China with the made in France. uh, Yeah. Effect. I think you need to get
1: one of the the prospects. Of course. And then get them on the rockets. Yeah. (laughs) And you can sell in China. That's a very smart move. So who's your competition in your business?
0: It's not like I have somebody like face to face because uh, the competition is like Nike, Adidas, Under yeah. Armour. It's like in France is Nike the biggest? The yeah, uh, in France Nike is probably let's say eighty percent of the market. Really, is, at least is yeah. the
1: same like LeBron James is the biggest uh, for the basketball market or the.
0: Most um, uh, no, I think the biggest sales in France it's probably Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His what? signature shoes is, is by far the most. Is it just because
1: of fashion? Because they're the best looking, or
0: there's why would they? Does he yeah, speak French. No, no, maybe they
1: they yeah. like his stance on the world being flat. You know, <laughs> a lot no. of flat earthers in and, France. And, and,
0: and all, no, also because it's a um, it's a pretty good deal, I think. The the value cheap? for money, I think uh, his shoes, the the sold it at maybe one hundred and ten euro, something like this. If you want to get LeBron's signature shoes, it's it's uh, 170, which is a pretty big ripoff. It's like uh, nearly 200 uh, US. And how much are your shoes? My shoes, it starts at like 115 euros. Oh, wow. And the most expensive one, it's maybe 100, 130. And then what about big baller brand? <laughs> yeah, Monzo Ball. I, 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 don't, I don't even know if they have a retailers you, in France. Yeah. Do you sell your yeah. shoes in
1: America? Or
0: uh, you- not yet, because like... Um, to be honest at this point you know my the, like the first collection it was really too basic the design uh, it was just okay we want we want we needed first to prove that we were going to be able to manufacture some shoes some decent shoes in france right. and it was not okay. going to be like garbage uh, so now we are still we we are becoming to be to be more audacious yeah. on the design. <laughs> I was not sure about. Great writing, word! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good vocab. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you learned that in high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> um,
0: and um, and now yeah, we can uh, we can be more audacious and start uh, start uh, offering some more uh, some cooler design with some colors and stuff yeah. and. Uh, now the next uh, the next step for us is yet yeah, to get some bigger names, under endorsement shoe deals, and then. But I don't think the US will ever be all.
1: Well, I could see in hipst- hipsters in America, being into You're French right. basketball sneakers. These yeah, are in France. Or- I you know I got into like like when we met ten years ago, whenever that was. I was I was got I was really into European basketball. Yeah like the um, French League, the the ACB, Spanish League. And I remember talking with all your friends. I was so excited because I knew so much about it. And there's no one to talk to about it. You can't talk to other, most American people, even people who watch basketball, they don't watch... But yeah. like basketball nerds love like to buy European jerseys of players. Who Great remember. idea. fan. So like, they would buy the sneaker. Just I used it's to a have niche a niche market. It can only mean yeah. a few in certain areas. But Sell yeah. it in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, and for real. I think you could do like a hipster uh, a <laughs> shoe store in Brooklyn. Yeah. A French basketball.
0: Oh, okay. That, yeah. That's a really, really niche market. And I in think. certain
1: places in L.A., Turner, I sell them outside of Eastfield comedy club. now. Yeah, no, nah, I've never gone back there. <laughs> Trailer, yeah. And, uh, okay, cool. So how do you feel like you've in the French market, that's your market because that's who yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. story, right? Yeah. Is it made in France sold in France? Yeah. And then how do you fit in who you compete? Like you said, you're competing with Nike and Adidas and all that, but like, that seems like such a big task.
0: Yeah, but I actually at the very, at the very beginning, yeah, it's it almost seemed impossible, you know, when we first go to appointment with the bankers and uh yeah. The investor, yeah, we're going to compete with Nike and Adidas. So it's like uh, daydreaming almost. So, but now we have I think we've proven that we are able to do some good basketball shoes. And um at the very beginning like uh, I, as I said, the look of the shoes was not so hype. So People who are buying our product, it was just like more like, uh, yeah, we are. We want to support like a small startup. It's made in France uh, because in I don't know how it is in America, but in France, many many people that they, they are sick of buying a made in China product. You know, when everybody knows the cost of the shoes is like ten bucks, and you have to pay like one uh, one fifty to to get it. You know. Yeah. So so this model in France, is some people they are, they are they are just fed up with that so the people were buying our product just to say okay there is an, al- an alternative so in support with that they were buying our stuff but now the new collection for example there are people who are st- who start buying it they don't give a shit that it's made in france they just oh i like the look i like the design it's comfortable so that's great go for it but the the made in France thing would be an interesting if that
1: takes. I mean, there is in America. There's American Apparel was an idea. They yeah, in L. A. That did well, right?
0: Yeah, for a little for a while. while. <laughs> I think it's out New of business. New Balance though.
1: is made in USA, I believe. Some people like to. Yeah, so yeah, like
0: proudly made in the U. S. There's definitely yeah. like a
1: movement. I mean, made in getting, France. Nationalist yeah. about it. Yeah, but.
0: but I don't know if American would really give a shit about the Made in France.
1: I think he's right. I think they would just... Uh, people like real basketball nerds would, would like, like that they were getting some European basketball shoe. Right, and, I, and like they would love... Like real basketball nerds would love a shoe that's sponsored by one of these up-and-coming lottery pick yeah, yeah, okay. French players. Because this is like, why people would like it. Basketball geeks love Donkish. They love oh, like... They, here's what geeks of any any format like. But So bass, let's take basketball geeks, for example. They would wear the shoes because they would want someone to ask them, oh, what are those shoes? <laughs> right. And they'd be like, oh, these are French uh, French league basketball yeah. shoes. You can't get them yeah. here. Don't the, worry the about it. The next Tony Parker is wearing these shoes. These are his yeah, shoes. Yeah, they want to tell the story that don't they don't know Kyrie more Kyrie than ins- the next person knows. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because wearing the like Durants is so boring. Or, you know, exactly. Like, Anyone can cool. wear the Kyrie Irvings or the Durants. Yeah. But who can wear the uh Florent <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, You know? Yeah, just have, the happy few. Do you have your own moment. shoe? Do you have one?
0: No, I don't I don't made the yeah. my own signature shoe. The, the no.
1: flow model? Uh, yeah, the the I, uh, flow. yeah, The flow
0: model is uh, nice. Nah, what it's, about it's older the players? Is
1: there a Boris Dio? Can we get one of to- Mm, Boris, yeah, he
0: retired like a few months It's made ago. out of cheeseburgers. I know, <laughs> 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 extra
1: wide. Uh... <laughs> he's my favorite because he was a point guard coming up. He was super yeah. thin, and then he yeah, yeah. became like a Power he became forward. fat, but he was
0: still good. He was great yeah. in that finals. Yeah. He, if, he did, if he didn't get fat, he would have been the one of the best French player ever. You, know? you think so? Yeah, yeah.
1: Just ate his way out of the league. But yeah, I, I, yeah. See, I think
0: he was more ta- he was more talented than Tony Parker. Yeah. What
1: I liked about him is that when he got fat, he moved, just moved from point guard to power forward. Yeah, yeah. No one ever does exactly. that, and uh, that's why you could trust your wife with Barstia more than Tony Parker too. <laughs> 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 A Brent Barry reference there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what about, so is there, cause you know, in the U S right now, there's this massive trade war with China. Yeah. So actually I think it's, it's, it's gotta be affecting Nike and Adidas and whoever makes shoes in China because Trump puts a tariff on everything coming uh, in. Yeah. I don't know if it's specifically for these shoes, but for everything, how does France, what's France's business relationship with China? Because you used to, uh, I ask you this because you used to do business in China. Your previous yeah, business, yeah, yeah, yeah was uh, a uh, furniture company. Yeah,
0: I, I think the, um, I think France right now they they stay as much as they can to be to stay out of this, uh, this war, this economic war between the uh, U.S. and China. You know. Okay. So, um, because like um, the French market for, especially for luxury. Wine and liquors, high uh, hand uh, French made products like bags or clothing. Uh, China is a, is a very, very huge market for us. So um, now I think we are not too much concerned about this economic world, but for sure, everybody is scared about like what happened, uh, like what Trump could do, you know? No politics, but I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh now everybody is more like wait and see what's going to happen uh, what will be next uh, and what about with business between France and the
1: US has Trump affected that at all or the uh,
0: um maybe a little bit maybe a little right. bit uh well, France is still st- in the EU so yeah yeah but yeah but I think he, he wants to put some tariffs and stuff you know so yeah well he's not aware of the France and the EU so as long as he doesn't it. start with basketball shoes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I well,
1: I, is it making shoes in France? Diff- because, like we discussed it earlier, we call—I think you called it a communist country—but it's not quite there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, it is more socialist than America. So, is it? Yeah, which, how's the business climate with running a business in France compared to? Actually,
0: you know, actually, it's getting better and better. You know, yeah. right now we have this young president who is like really uh, startup friendly. Yeah, they want to make a startup nation, or Ooh. that's how they call it—the French tech. And, and go to France, and yeah. and now it's uh, I think it's more and more easy to start a business in France. It's also better to get, um, for example, a loan, or there are more and more business angels. So if you want to raise uh, fundings. Yeah. It's uh, it's more efficient.
1: Is it really? Yeah. All I it's like hard to it's hard to fire people in France, right? Yeah, I, yeah, it yeah. It seems yeah. like the best part of having a business is you that's can the fire by people. far the best part. Like Trump could never have had the Apprentice in France because it's like you can't <laughs> you're, you're fired. fired. Yeah, it's really yeah, hard yeah. to yeah, fire yeah. Oh yeah,
0: on. yeah. It's, it's so, uh, that's um now they are they are working on it, you know. Yeah. But it's uh, it's it's very that, difficult because that still, designer the, of the, yours. Yeah, the syndicate the syndicates are so powerful in France. Syndicates. Is that like the unions? Oh yeah, the unions. Yeah, syndicate is something different. I don't know. Sounds
1: more like like a crime syndicate or something in
0: America. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, the unions. Yeah, Yeah, strong. Yeah, yeah, it's it's huge. Syndicate busters. So no, yeah, it's it's very hard to um to fire people. Yeah, when you when you need sack. To, to sack. You, sack what do you say? Him. You say sack or well, per- English say sack. British say people say sack. We but say I like fired. that, but we, we understand both and read them. We sacked a
1: few producers sacks. behind the glass in the. Press. We did. It's It's dark <laughs> back there right now. We're <laughs> <laughs> looking. It's a funeral parlor back there. <laughs> so you had to sack a few. So um.
0: No, you don't have to no, sack. He's not sack a few. Oh, anybody. Uh, yeah.
1: So what do you do if you want to fire someone? What do you have to
0: do in France? I mean, you can, but it's going to cost you a lot of.
1: What are the rules? Because in China, when I, with Mr. Softy, the the rule was that you had to pay everyone one month for every year they work for you. So if they work for you for six years, you have to pay six months salary just to fire them
0: half a year. It's pretty much, it's pretty much the same in France.
1: In America, you can just fire people, right? If you're firing them, not letting them off. If you have cause, you don't have to pay them anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the rules are, but yeah, I don't, there's no government. Usually companies give you a severance if they're laying you off. It's not months. It's usually weeks. It's usually weeks based on how long you've worked somewhere. Really? That's often. Yeah. There's so no way you would have, to, like when we closed Mr. Softy. I, there were certain people I had to pay six months, seven months
0: right. just we, to go away.
1: The best thing in America they can do is lay you off instead of firing you. Cause then you can collect unemployment. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's the yeah. nicest mm. thing I can do. But wow. There's my and, advice. And so what's the, um, so starting your business was pretty easy. Like opening a business in France. Yeah. And do you think it would be the same? Are they attracting foreign business to France?
0: Yeah but I think the in France the um, the most difficult part like to have like for example leaders like a, why do why do we don't have like an Airbnb or Snapchat or this oh, you this, don't? Th- this kind of startup in France we have just a few uh, what do you call it? Unicorns? unicorns unicorns yeah we have few because it's uh, the most difficult uh, in France is to scale up For example, in America, the market is already very big. You know, there is like, I don't know, 300 million people in the U.S.? In France, it's only 60. So the the market size is not large enough to make a very big champion. So you need to start to look overseas pretty early. It's it's difficult, even if the European Union... it's still very difficult, very different yeah. to sell in France or to sell in Germany or to sell it's in. It's like America. different cultures. It's hard to yeah.
1: make a product that appeals to the entire European Union. Yeah. It's harder than America making for. And countries.
0: also for the fundings, uh, it's easy in France. It's easy. It's never easy, but you can uh, raise like one, two million US, for example, from We're a like- bank. No. No no, 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 from people. No, from, There's from, a lot from, of oh, tech douchebags from, out there. From, oh yeah, from, from, <laughs> from, from VCs. We have a ton of VCs. But, in America. but you can't have like. a... Uh, 200 million fundraising or like you have like uh, some sometime you see on a TechCrunch uh, yeah. a startup you've never heard about like uh, and yeah, you yeah, can I, walk I, out in the hallway here and like, raise a like, million dollars yeah, if they're yeah, guy, yeah, they're yeah, they are charming enough like they raise 100 <laughs> talk million to
1: <laughs> the guy right outside Florent the, yeah. the studio we're in right now Yeah. the owner of who's right outside uh, started Venmo what the fuck is Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> you so, don't know Venmo?
0: No, yeah, I don't know. It's
1: PayPal. Like PayPal. Oh, okay. It's, but yeah, like for, for like Ven- hipsters. It's cooler. Yeah. Okay. It's very popular in America. It's worth like a billion bajillion dollars. He's never heard of it. That's great. See, that's it's like, great. We'll, knock it down a peg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we've never heard of it. What that. about starting, we're bringing ice cream truck businesses to France. Is that? Oh, yeah. Do they have a softy? they have Mr. Softy? Actually, Mr. Softie could work. Yeah, okay. we're gonna look for a new place for you. Okay, let's move to France, baby. Yeah. And so you can't get. You maybe I,
0: maybe you, you would have like some parents complaining, or kids are going to get fat because there's a safety <laughs> truck just in yeah. front of this grammar school or something. the, like that. <laughs>
1: li- this, the ice cream syndicates wouldn't like it. The syndicates, it. syndicates or, would yeah. not be happy. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, what do you see for
1: 24 seconds? What's well, like?
0: So, are you guys in stores now? Uh, actually, as I said, you know, it's uh, it's quite expensive for us to pr- to pr- to make the shoes. So now we sell directly to consumer only online. Nice. Oh. How's uh, it going? We we don't have enough uh, markup or margin. I don't know how you say it properly, but to to sell through a middleman
1: who's going to take Understand. all the, the so Not on Amazon, then. No. No. No Amazon. <laughs> no. No Amazon. How do people get the shoe?
0: Your website? Uh, yeah, our website. Or now also we are trying to um, to build a with the basketball clubs. Oh, so you can go through their basketball club's websites. So. Yeah, no, and also we can um, like for example if you are if you belong to a club, you know, uh, we can sell some uh, demos stocks you yeah know, people can try the shoes you mean the, actually, to the players or you mean if you to the to the organization you know for example they put the the, the product in the gym so people can have a look they, oh, they like can a, try like- it and uh also if they if they purchase like all together we can offer discounts and how's it stuff. going it's not too bad yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not a billionaire uh, <laughs> yet, but uh, what well, after this we, pod comes out? I, I, I'm working. on Yeah, and He's thanks to uh, Turner Sports.
1: <laughs>
0: and so, what do you want to do?
1: What's the future of uh, of 24 seconds?
0: Um, but actually, uh, I think within this year, we uh, like end of the year, we're going to maybe raise some money. Do we know who from? Uh, it's a secret. I told. <laughs>
1: I not- told Kaplan off the air. Ah, I, did, but I didn't tell the <laughs> listeners. I didn't
0: tell the listeners. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You well, can find out. You'll find out soon. Yeah. You'll find out soon. It'll be in
1: the trades. It'll yeah. be all over the trades.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll break the news. Can we tell one story about we used to play in a basketball league in Shanghai? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember that one game our friend JD played. JD was like one of those classic kids who didn't play in high school, but just because he like had a bad attitude. He's a good <laughs> athlete. Yeah. He's like, like six foot four. He's not six coachable. Five. Uh, very uncoachable. I was yeah. the opposite. I was like the guy who played because I was very coachable. Yeah, I'm actually good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I, I, actually, it's like uh, the basketball IQ was not his man. No, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, there's no Boris DL out
1: there. He had the know. basketball IQ of that door, <laughs> and uh, but he was like super athletic, so he plays. <laughs> he, and but he also like he's he rim runner. Now. He he's a very he was a rim runner. He a hundred percent thought that he was good enough to play in the Chinese league <laughs> if he wanted to. Meanwhile, these are all like. Former yeah, like NBA. player. was the star right. of that yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like in that league.
0: Yeah. Like Jimmer Ferrette plays in that league. These are like yeah, college But, but back then he was totally different.
1: Yeah, but he still wasn't good enough. So we go to play inner in Shanghai. Florence on our team, second division with our French league. Was he your best player? Yes. Right. Florence our best yeah. player. And the JD thinks he's our best player. <laughs> and then oh, the, team, a, okay, the team. team we play against, their center was this start had started two years earlier on a Final Four team for University
0: of Illinois. Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah, Clay Turner. Clay Turner? Was that a no, team no, of no, like no. Deron Williams' team? I think team? it's Clay- yeah. Clayton Thomas, I think it's his name. Clayton Thomas, something like that. Mm. And then a- everybody was not a starter. Okay, were, but yeah. anyway, he whatever. Was, he he was, could yes. have
1: started on Montana. He was but... a legit seven-footer. Yeah, yeah, he was a seven-footer. <laughs> In an intramural well, league. Illinois is a big Tense program. It's In Shanghai, yeah. intramurals. And then the power forward was the power forward for LaSalle University. Yeah, Lionel yeah. Simmons? No, <laughs> the, the old train. No, no the old his, train? his
0: name is uh, Joël Jean Baptiste. Actually, he's a French dude. Oh. The team was insane.
1: That's a, a bunch of ringers. So we have to play against them. JD fouls out in two minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. he just keep because he doesn't know how to play organized yeah. basketball. It's Wait, like, he doesn't know how to play proper
0: defense. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out there, it, like, yeah, he's he, a spaz. Yeah, he's Even when he's in, when he's in foul trouble, he will try still try to steal the ball or black shots. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Len on the dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was fantastic. We got our asses kicked, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. yeah, you didn't couldn't carry them to victory.
0: Uh, actually, yeah, we won the the championship once.
1: We didn't win that game though.
0: Oh no. no, no. Yeah, I yeah.
1: you won the war. You didn't win the battle. I couldn't get a shot off. Yeah, I literally when you play against people who are really good, you literally they block every like three pointers <laughs> they block. Yeah, every you shot. Do you a, a little pump fake. The, yeah, I do a little up and under. I didn't <laughs> have that. That doesn't work. They can. It, they're twice as tall as you. They can. You go under and they just my reach pump around. Pump fake is inverse relationship. The better the player, the because they're just so looking to block my shot. Yeah, that it actually works. But All um, right. Well, I I try it out. against the power. You should have you from brought me out, Sal. All <laughs> oh, five I'll foot nine of you. <laughs> That's very kind of you to say five foot nine. Thank <laughs> you very much. I'll take that. But that I'm going to list that.
0: All right, Florent. Well, how do people? What's the website? How do people find it? Oh, you can it's uh, twenty four seconds, but uh, the the particularity is there in French. There is a e between the d and the s. Yes. And it's dot fr. Crazy French
1: twenty four seconds dot fr. Yeah. <laughs> Any you, but you need.
0: What's the new shoe? What What do you recommend? Uh, the new, well, the the new, uh, the new collection is called the clutch shoes. Nice. Clutch. So you can go and have a look.
1: Fantastic. All right, Florent. Thank you for doing the
0: podcast. Thank you for having me yes. once again. Yeah. That to was the... fun, guys. That was great. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Asked, the, I, who's the best team in France? I, I, I apologize the- for my English. Uh, which no, is- no. no, no, no. Kind oh, of yeah.
1: Weak. Good question, Cap. Who's, it- the, who's the best team in France this year? Who's gonna? I want to
0: gamble on the French team. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, Asvel. Well, you know the the team uh, Tony Parker and Nicolas Batum invested in. Okay. Oh, they invested oh, Batum, in the team? Yeah, the yeah. They put, like, Batum, um, yeah. They put, uh, they put like a few millions in the, in the capital. They, they bought the club like, I don't know, maybe two, three years ago. So
1: they think they're the owner of the team while they're basically playing in the NBA. But yeah, all right. I'm going yeah, to gamble on that team. The, yeah, but
0: the big... Because the I can't like gamble the, in the NBA. I'm yeah. terrible at it. So. But now, right now, I don't know if you remember this guy, David Kahn. He used to be a general. D- David Kahn. Uh, David The Kahn. GM of the Timberwolves? Yeah, the GM of what? the Timberwolves. The guy who
1: drafted uh, Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio ahead of Steph Curry. Back to back. Yeah. yeah. Kahn, so, that's wait, what is he in France? France? This, this guy, he's like, their
0: GM? No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, this guy is I'm he's not wor- on he's them. working on a project. He, he bought um, a basketball team. There was one team <laughs> which was in the first league and they were going bankrupt. Okay. And uh, so they were going. but. Normally uh, they were going to play if they find some funding, they were going to play in the second division. Okay. And the guy he said okay, I buy the rights of the teams to play in the second division, but I'm going to make a team in Paris. Because in Paris you it's the it's the only uh, team the only big city in Europe which doesn't have a, a decent basketball team, you know? Really? Yeah. That guy's a genius. This has always been
1: my dream. Tyler Sparks and I have this dream. We want to buy like a second division team and move them up. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing he can just reinvent himself in France. It's yeah. like I'm trying to think of an equivalent of this. Another other Stephon Marbury, <laughs> but in like in another, in like a real bit. He was a terrible <laughs> general manager. He was the worst general manager in the, like the NBA. But Google this France, idea is I brilliant. <laughs> this and is and, going and in-
0: he, he said because like yeah, we're going to play in France and uh, we're going to have a key cast EuroLeague team in uh, five uh, years. And wow, um, I'm gonna bet against. Inve- oh, <laughs> oh come <laughs> on, he'll but get I- Johnny Flynn. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where is he now? In China or something like this? Johnny Flynn, I, mean, I have no injury. idea. He'll, He'll be, be in France before. soon,
1: yeah. playing for David Kahn. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Yeah, well, thank you, Florent. Thanks for doing the sucks. pod. Yeah, thanks, sir. Everybody go out. and go put money on the Leon team. Go to the website. ES. Yes. Cap, what should we do? Oh, let's let's do some news. Let's get to the news. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you to Florent Bung for doing the pod. Yeah, he had to run back to the bar. He said he had to he run. Says, but we're drinking rum and cokes in his honor. Exactly. First news story of the week. Back to the Shanghaiest. Mm-hmm. Our, our old friends in Shanghai, China. Chengdu, is which is a city in China. Okay. Chengdu plans to launch an artificial moon into space to save on electricity. Now this is ingenuity, this is a baby. Idea for a billion-person country. The planned illumination satellite, in quotation marks, would be sent up into space to complement the moon at night by shining eight times as bright as the moon. Reports the People's Daily of China, the state media outlet, claims that the fake moon would be able to light up an area with a diameter of ten to eighty kilometers, with officials on the ground able to focus all that illumination on Ch- the city of Chengdu. So with an ultra bright full moon each day and every night, the city would then be f- in for serious savings on their monthly electricity bill, or at least that appears to be the rationale for the ambitious project. Yeah, but you're going to have to spend a lot more money on blackout shades. If it's like exactly like coming up, I'm going yeah. to sleep at night. But I will keep- say I'm in favor of this. In 2008, uh, the, during the Olympics... They had it. They fake. They they made it rain. The government made it rain, because rain so knocks good. the pollution out of the how air. the Government made it rain. They, they just really believe propaganda. They made it rain. I was I was there. I saw the blue skies. I saw the rain. They can see the clouds. They shoot rockets at the clouds, and then it starts raining. And this is all <laughs> in Listen, day. by everyone in America is complaining about global warming, complaining about pollution in China and some cities. You can't see the moon. It's so polluted. Boom! Build a fake moon. I can't In China, that. you can't it's pollution during the Olympics, so you boom make it rain that knocks the pollution out of the air. Trump this is, is problem. Solving. This is Trump's gonna love these ideas. He's gonna want to build a bigger moon with his name on it. Exactly, it's Trump Moon. Now we're talking. The That's Trump Moon. It. The Trump Sun. Build a sun. Build, then we don't have to worry about the sun burning out billions of years from now. That's what I'm saying. All these people complaining about our children. Oh, the kids it's, aren't gonna have anything. They're is this fake, fake moon gonna affect uh, the oceans or women's menstrual cycles? <laughs> Great question. I and like I is there, there a way to get the answers? So yes, on both. no no times of the month anymore. With this, that personal, would be. where you could choose when it is. Maybe like, the fake moon cancels out the real moon, thinking. and now there's no times of the month. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be an interesting experiment. We're gonna be living in China. To, <laughs> to visit the city. Everybody, but book your flights now to Chengdu. <laughs> yeah, when you know the you New York know York city. Which time of the month to book it. <laughs> New <laughs> your York to Chengdu direct. Last story of the week, Kaplan, from the Arizona Daily Star. All right. My favorite paper in Arizona. An off-duty patrol agent named Dennis Dickey, great (laughs) name, was holding a gender reveal celebration for his wife's pregnancy last year when he accidentally (laughs) started a 47,000-acre fire. Wow! Oh, man. So I actually—I'll be honest—I had to look up what a gender reveal party me. meant. Yeah, that's these things. I—I I, I don't know if it's just an American thing or a Western thing, or they may do this in China now, where people. Oh, like do they probably don't do this in China? Because it's no, you're not allowed like, to know the yeah, yeah. gender. Yeah. So let's ex- explain what it is first, because yeah, not have, everyone's going to know. People have these parties where you find out the the you basically have a doctor figure out what you're having a boy or girl when you're pregnant. They don't tell you they instead. A lot of times they send the results to like a bakery that specializes in this and they bake a secret cake. Oh, and you have people over and you you like basically cut the cake or do something to reveal. And all of a sudden it's either pink or blue because this gender reveal part while well, very modern is very. Uh, this is this toxic masculinity culture it's feeding with pink and blue. Colors. Well, this is what I was going to say. And so this everyone finds out at once. So you find out this private, intimate thing at the same time as all your friends, you invite over for a party. What are you having a boy? This is insane. But I, I would say on there's two minds here. On one hand, it seems like the whitest thing ever. Only it's white so people, white. only white people would yeah. do this. But on the other hand, it seems like it's the n- white people would never do this because then you're not supposed to pick your kids' gender. Right. We, we are so so it, we're, we're, we can't make up our minds on this issue of gender. Yeah. So the wildfire began when Dickie shot a, shot a target that contained. Tannerite, an explosive substance designed to detonate when (laughs) shot by a high velocity firearm. So he shot it. So This is very Arizona. Right. And I should say the border agent named Dennis Dickey, he was shooting a a target with a Tannerite. I don't think they're very progressive. I'm just (laughs) going to go them here. But they're having a gender reveal. The explosive target was part of a celebration of his wife's pregnancy and contained colored powder to show the gender of the baby. Blue would mean a boy. uh, Pink would mean a girl. Screw a cake. Cakes are so lame. Yeah, shoot a target. Why not just shoot a, shoot a deer? This is the best part. Eight point two million dollars in damages. It says here. exactly. So his this <laughs> wildfire that he started, forty seven thousand acres, caused eight point two million dollars in damage. Damages took seven hundred firefighters to put out, and he paid two hundred grand for it. <laughs> is that the plot of the next backdraft? I think so. <laughs> good. So, men, a lot of good men died out there. So that's a very there's yeah they that wouldn't happen in China because uh because you're not allowed to know the Why? baby's you're gender. Why you're not allowed to know because they think you'll abort if it's a girl. Is exactly. That- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they don't let you. it black know. market, or to find out the gender? I, yeah, there, there you is. can pay off doctors. Back alley, back alley gender reveal parties. Back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's where we're gonna be one day. That's things. gonna be it. Oh my god! All right, that is the podcast. Yeah, Kaplan, Florent pod. Bong, thank you for doing it. Do Kaplan, what should we do? It's time we get lost. Ready. Get lost. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way to dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J.M. Moses Malone. I like slam dunks to take it to the hoop. My favorite play is the alley-oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. It's basketball for Mr. Curtis Blow. Ooh.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, instead of doing it like this, everybody, I want your own slam dunk. Slam dunk like this. Slam dunk, y'all, like this. This. Two hands, two
1: hands, come on, two hands Knock them out, G I, I used, to, used to, to go to dinner, but take my, my girl This is Titan, play against Earl and Pearl uh, uh, and Blue, Big O and Jerry West play basketball at it's very best uh, uh, Basketball has uh, uh, always, uh, always uh, been my thing I like Magic uh, Bird and Bird King uh, uh, Number 33, my man, Kareem was the center uh, on my story uh, team. Where's all the fellas in the house? All the
0: fellas